Good morning and welcome to our Daily Word and Prayer. My name is Tom Short. So glad to have you along on this Monday morning where we're going to begin a new series today talking about what did Paul pray for people? How do you define spiritual maturity? How do you define spiritual growth? What's the end goal? What are we aiming for? It's been said if you don't know what you're aiming, if you aim at nothing, you'll hit it every time. If you don't know what you're aiming for, you're unlikely to hit it. I think as Christians, it's important that we define what is the bullseye of true Christian maturity. What are we aiming for? And the more clearly we can articulate that and then pray for it, the more likely we are to, to get close to that bullseye. And instead of have some fuzzy thing, I just want to grow, we know what we're wanting to grow to be. So I want to look at the next couple of weeks at break down some of the prayers of Paul. What were things that Paul prayed for people? And to me, this helps me know what he was aiming for and what we ought to as well. I'd like to start today with this start this series with Ephesians chapter 1, where Paul prays, and we'll begin with verse 15. For this reason, I too, having heard of the faith which exists among you, and your love for all the saints, do not cease giving thanks for you while making mention of you in my prayers, that the God of our Lord Jesus Christ, the Father of glory, may give to you a spirit of wisdom and revelation in the knowledge of him. I pray that the eyes of your heart may be enlightened so that you will know what is the hope of your calling, the riches of, his glory, of the glory of his inheritance in the saints, and what is the surpassing greatness of his power toward us who believe? These are in accordance with the working and the strength of his might, which he brought about in Christ when he raised him from the dead and seated him at his right hand in the heavenly places, far above all rule and authority, power and dominion, and every name that is named, not only in this age, but also in the age to come. I'd like to talk this morning about this third request. I pray that the eyes of your heart may be enlightened so that you may understand the surpassing greatness of God's power in your life. It's quite a prayer. The surpassing greatness. This, these words are kind of like one of them is mega, the other is hyper, surpassing greatness of God's power. And this Greek word here for the word power is dynamite, uh, excuse me, dynamis from which we get our word dynamite, that God would put, God has put spiritual dynamite within you, spiritual power within you. We read in Acts 1 verse 8, this dynamite, this power comes from the Holy Spirit. Acts 1 8, you shall receive power, same word dunamos, when the Holy Spirit comes upon you. And you shall be my witnesses, both in Jerusalem, Judea, all Judea, and Samaria, and even in the remotest parts of the earth. But the Holy Spirit is the source of this power within us. It's not you. It's not your power. It's the power of God in you, the power that comes through the Holy Spirit. In, in Ephesians chapter 3 and verse 16, Paul prays further that God would grant you, according to the riches of his glory, to be strengthened with all power through his spirit in the inner man, strengthened with all power. Let some of these words sink in. We're not talking about a little bit of power. 
We're not talking about a little bit of strength. We're talking about the power that raised Jesus from the dead. We're talking about all power. We're talking about the surpassing greatness, the hyper-mega power of God that should be in us. And Christians, brothers and sisters, believe this. Believe this. In Philippians 4.13, Paul says, I can do all things through Christ who strengthens me. He was talking about circumstances. He had good circumstances and bad circumstances. He said sometimes he was abounding, sometimes he was without. He, was, he was, had nothing. He was homeless, hungry, thirsty. But even in the midst of severe outward circumstances that were bad, he said, I can do all things. I can rise above. I can be victorious. I can rejoice in the Lord. I can love people. I can believe God. I can do all things through Christ who strengthens me. This is the power of God in us. Now, this power comes, I mentioned, from the Holy Spirit. And I always <clears throat> like the illustration. It never grows old, the illustration of the glove. And the glove, of course, here, you've probably seen it. The glove represents you and me, flimsy, weak. But when we come to Jesus Christ, the Holy Spirit would represent our hand, and the Spirit fills us, and now suddenly the weak, flimsy me has power, strength, and can do things I could never do on my own. I become strong not because the power is not in the glove. The power is in the hand. The power is in what fills the glove. Brothers and sisters, our power is in what fills us. It is the Holy Spirit of God. And through the power of the Spirit of God indwelling us, we can do things we would never have been able to do on our own. Now, Scripture says that we by nature, we are ourselves weak, incapable of doing what's required of God. In our flesh dwells no good thing. We all fall short. And this is a reality. This is a truth. This is why we come to Christ. We come to him weak, lost, sinful, broken. We come to him for salvation, forgiveness, healing, deliverance, whatever is needed. And I want to encourage that as we speak of ourselves, the words we use we be careful to speak about who we are now, now that the Spirit of God lives in us, and now the crisis, that we focus on that versus what we were beforehand. I hear, I sometimes hear in, uh, people praying, oh God, I'm so weak, 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 and there's nothing good in me, and I realize I'm such a terrible person, and on and on. Well, those things, it's fine to pray that, but I wouldn't emphasize that once you're saved, once you're a believer, once, you're, once the Spirit of God is in you. Don't focus on how flimsy and weak you are, but rather we focus on the power of Christ in us. I would encourage you for every time you pray, to pray and say, oh, how weak I am, 10 times say, but I can do all things through Christ who strengthens me. I can do all things through Christ who strengthens me. That needs to be our focus. Brothers and sisters, don't focus on your weakness. Don't focus on your inability. Don't focus on your, your, your 
insults or whatever would come your way. Focus on the power of God. And for every time you talk about your failure or weakness, make sure you're far, 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 far more emphasizing the greatness and the power of God that dwells in you. Scripture says in Joel, and now let the weak say, I am strong. We want to do that. Say, declare yourself, I'm a mighty person. And I encourage you to actually say it, to say it in your prayers and to say it out loud. There's something, there's something about sometimes our words can become self-fulfilling prophecies within our own mind. Paul said in Corinthians, he said, I believed, therefore I spoke. Jesus said, if you say to this mountain, move from here to there, it will move. And sometimes it's not just what we think, but what do we say? And I encourage people, pray out loud. Pray, use your words out loud. Speak your words and say, God, I pray that the eyes of my heart may be enlightened so that I may know the surpassing greatness of the power that dwells within me. I pray that I may know that I can do all things through Christ who strengthens me. I, and I declare it, I can do all things through Christ who strengthens me. Now we do have a verse here where Paul talks about his weaknesses. And let's look quickly at 2 Chron- Corinthians chapter 12, verses 9 and 10. What is the context? God had given Paul tremendous visions he was using him to write scripture. He'd given him revelation. He'd, he'd, he'd transport him up to the third heavens to see and to hear things that no one had ever seen. He had revelations of the third heavens. And he says that because of the surpassing greatness of these revelations, verse 7, because of the surpassing greatness, same, same term of these revelations, for this reason, to keep me from exalting myself, there was given to me a thorn in the flesh, a messenger of Satan to torment me, to keep me from exalting myself. We don't know exactly what this messenger was. It could have been a physical illness. Often when this word weakness that Paul uses in a couple of verses later, very often when that term is used, when that word is used, it refers to sickness. It might also have been referring to the persecutions that Paul was given. I mean, Paul was relentlessly persecuted, and we'll see here, but let's go on. Concerning this, I implored the Lord three times that it might leave me, and he said to me, verse 9, my grace is sufficient for you, for power is perfected in weakness. That was God's answer. My, these things that are come your way, these thorns in the, this thorn in the flesh, whether it was some sort of a physical ailment, whether it was some sort of a outward persecution, we don't know for sure, but he said, my grace will sustain you. Paul, you have been given a revelation unlike anyone else on earth right now, an amazing, surpassing greatness of these revelations. And lest you become proud, lest you think more highly of yourself than you ought to, these revelations or these thorns in the flesh will humble you. And he says, therefore, most gladly, therefore, I will rather boast of my weaknesses so that the power of Christ may dwell in me. Therefore, I'm well content with weaknesses, with insults, with distresses, with persecutions, with difficulties for Christ's sake. For when I am weak, then I am strong. And so Paul was certainly 
God sent weaknesses. It seems like these weaknesses were not a weakness of character, not a weakness of, of, of faith, like it says of Abraham in, in Romans chapter 4, even when he contemplated the deadness of Sarah's womb in his old age, he did not grow weak in faith, not that type of weakness, not a weakness of faith, not a weakness in understanding who he was, but a weakness perhaps of an illness, or perhaps uh, the weakness was the insults, the persecution, the distresses that came upon him outwardly. But Paul, in his identity in the Holy Spirit, in Christ dwelling in him, his affirmation was, I am strong. In spite of all these things coming against me, I am strong in Christ. The power of God dwells in me. I can do all things through Christ who strengthens me. I know the surpassing greatness of the power that dwells within me. This was Paul's affirmation. And no matter what outward circumstance came his way, no matter what physical ailment he may have faced, he made this affirmation. Now, brothers and sisters, I'm not, I'm not saying that we live in denial of our difficulties. I'm not saying we live in denial of, of our trials. I'm not saying that somehow we, we just pretend they don't exist and we just sweep them under the rug. No, Paul said, I boast in them, but I don't, but, but my identity, my understanding of who I am is the power of Christ dwells in me. I can do all things through Christ who strengthens me. I have his focus, shall we say, his focus was on the power of God in him. I think this is a need in our lives. I think what Paul prayed here, we should be praying ourselves. Father, help me. Open my eyes. Help me to understand the surpassing greatness of your power. It lives in me. It dwells in me. Help me not go through my life missing this. Help me not go through my life with an identity of my own failures and weaknesses and shortcomings and sinfulness and, and, and inadequacies so that I miss, help me not so focus on my flimsiness that I, that I don't believe and experience the power of God within me. I believe this strongly. As you can tell, I'm passionate this morning about what I say. Brothers and sisters, we want to rise above. We want to do things. We want to do great things. I do. I want to do greater things than I've ever done. I want to become a man, a greater man than I've ever been. We'll only do it by the power of Christ. We won't do it by focusing on ourselves and constantly talking about our weaknesses. We'll do it by focusing on Jesus and the Spirit of God who indwells us and constantly affirming that faith in Him, in Him, in me, in Him living in me. Father in heaven, Hallelujah. We praise you. We give you thanks with all of our heart. Thank you. The Spirit of God dwells in us. The Spirit of the one who raised Jesus from the dead dwells in us. The Spirit of the one who hovered over the waters at the creation of the universe dwells in us. The mighty Spirit of God. We declare, I am strong in the Lord. We declare today, we say, I can do all things through Christ who strengthens me. We believe the surpassing greatness of the power of God lives in me. Oh, Father, 
Help us this day to believe that. Help us today to walk in light of that. When we face temptation, help us to call upon the mighty power of God that dwells in me, that lets me rise above any weakness of my flesh. Lord, if there's physical limitations that that we struggle with, help us to know that your power is greater than that. If there's people who come against us, circumstances, persecution, insults, distresses, Lord, if there's things that would get us down naturally, help us to count upon and rely upon this day to rely upon the surpassing greatness of the power of God that dwells in us. We believe this. We affirm it. We acknowledge that we see so little of it. Lord, it's like our eyes are dim. We need 2020 vision here, Father. We need you to open up the eyes of our heart. We need our understanding to increase. We need our faith to grow. I pray, O Father, for every one of us here. Oh, God, I pray for every one of us that we would not continue on day by day only living in the weakness of the flesh when we could be living in the power of God. Might we rise above. Give us a victorious spirit. Give us a joy because this is our strength. Help us remember that we have something today the world did not give us and cannot give us, and ultimately that the world cannot take from us because it didn't give it to us. I pray today, Father, that we would be people who walk in the power of God. I can do all things through Christ who strengthens me. Let this be our faith and answer this prayer we ask. For us, for the churches, for the pastors in our country, for the leaders here and around the world, Lord, for those who are, who, who are leading us, might they know the power of God. Might we all, who name the name of Christ, rise above worldly, fleshly weaknesses and ex- experience and display the mighty power of God. Hallelujah. How exciting. Thank you. You want to do this in our lives In Jesus' name we pray, amen and amen. Hey, my friends, remember, God lives in you. God strengthens you. What a wonderful encouragement. You may want to replay this video. You may want to download it and listen to the podcast because you've got to believe it. You've got to believe it. It's true whether you believe it or not, but unless you believe it, you'll not experience it. Unless you, God's spirit lives in you. There's great power in you now. But if you don't believe it, or if you constantly focus on your failures instead of on God's victory and God's power in you, you just won't experience it. How sad that we'd go through life and miss that. So it's a journey. Don't get down on yourself if you're not experiencing yet, but make a step of progress day by day. This is why we come here every day. It's why I do a daily video, because I realize Progress in our Christian life is often step-by-step, sometimes dramatic, but often step-by-step. We make big decisions, but we carry them out step-by-step, day-by-day, hour-by-hour, and we need that encouragement, and that's why I'm here to provide that. So I hope you come back every day. I'll be here tomorrow, 8.30 a.m., and you can listen then. You can join us live, or you could watch later on the video or even download the podcast, and sometimes, like I said, you might want to listen more than once. Today's message might be worth hearing again and again and again. So until we meet tomorrow, God bless you, strengthen you in your inner man. And remember, 
You can do all things through Christ who strengthens you. God bless you, and we'll see you tomorrow. Bye-bye.